0: It's the Bradfield Weather Podcast, brought to you by McAllen Construction of Prospect, servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years, from the first dig to the last nail. I'm Dan Lavallo. he's Bradfield, and Brad, the weather, we had a storm over the weekend, and I know that you have some numbers uh, as far as what we got in the area of accumulation, that sort of thing.
1: Yes, Dan, I think uh, two to four would have pretty much nailed it for the state. Uh, We can break it down county by county for you. Uh, In Hartford County, we had a maximum of 4.1 inches. That was up in Enfield. The West Hartford area, uh, North Granby and Heartland all received 3.5 inches of snow. South Windsor, uh, Manchester, Weathersfield, that area, three inches of snow accumulation. East into Tolland County, four inches pretty much did it in Andover and Vernon and Tolland. And in the quiet corner, the northeast part of the state, Wyndham County, Putnam came in with a reading of 4.2 inches. Dan, out your way in Litchfield County, we have Winstead coming in at 4.3 inches of snow, Warren at 4.0, Harlington at 3.9 inches, In Fairfield County, in the southwest part of the state, the Bridgeport-Sikorsky Airport uh, received 2.5 inches of snow. Over in New Haven County, Milford and uh, New Haven, both over 3 inches of accumulation, 3.5 in Milford, closer to 3 in New Haven. Middlesex County, Clinton had 2.8 inches of snow. And even in New London County, right at the Connecticut shoreline, some uh, winter conditions, with 2.5 inches of accumulation. So, Dan, pretty much a uh, a 2- to 4-inch accumulation across the state.
0: Now, I read in one area where Canaan, that's the northwest corner, only got a little more than an inch of snow. Does that sound right? I didn't
1: see that, Dan. And sometimes what ends up happening is this that uh, a weather observer will make a um, storm report during the middle of the storm just to say, like, uh, hey, National Weather Service, the storm is underway and we have an inch of snow here in Canaan already. But then they forget to give the the storm update. So what you have to do is you have to look at the date and time that 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 storm report is given, so you'll know if it was during the middle of the storm or at the conclusion of the storm. I cannot speak to that right now because I don't know exactly what Canaan got, but I would suspect it was uh, in that 2- to 4-inch range and not 1-inch.
0: And the accumulation totals were pretty much on the money as to what you had predicted, Brad.
1: Yeah, it worked out pretty well, Dan. Uh, We had 2- to 4-inches pretty much statewide, and the uh, larger uh, part of the equation is that uh, in podcasts past, I had been predicting that around January 17th the uh, weather pattern would turn some after the incredibly mild start to the month of January. And it has. Uh, indeed, it has. Um, since Friday, January 17th, Three of the past four days, the high temperature has only been in the 20s. And uh, today, as we record this podcast on uh, Tuesday, January 21st, I think many towns are going to hold in the 20s again. So uh, I know you said that uh, you and Susan were kind of hunkered down over the weekend with snow and the cold. And it's going to be cold out there again today, Dan. A little bit of moderation as we head toward the weekend.
0: Well, that's good. And speaking of the weekend, as we look down the road, it's almost as if uh, these storms and the weekend are locked in. Uh, I guess there's an early read on another storm for this coming weekend. What do you have?
1: Yeah, I think uh, we're looking at a quiet week. So um, tomorrow, Wednesday, and then Thursday and Friday, all look fine. Uh, Good traveling weather, Uh, Kids, do your homework. There's no chance of any uh, school delays or cancellations, due to the weather at least. And uh, it does look as though another storm is going to be coming in over the weekend. In the uh, Saturday, Saturday night, and Sunday morning time frame, Dan, this time, though, instead of being cold enough where the entire state got snow like this past weekend, with two to four inches, I think we're going to be more borderline and a more typical Connecticut coastal storm type of event. And so the early call on this stand would be something like a coating to a couple of inches right along the Connecticut shoreline with a good amount of rain mixing in throughout the uh, system. And again, I think it would be developing Saturday. The Most of the activity would be Saturday night and then lingering into Sunday for a little bit. I think most of interior Connecticut, much like last weekend, will get two to four inches again this weekend. Some of the exceptions may be in the northwest hills and also some of the high hills in northeastern Connecticut. uh, Places, for example, up toward Wellington and Union up along Interstate 84, where up to six inches of snow can accumulate, I think, in the uh, Saturday overnight.
0: You know, this leads me to ask you, because it seems so far this winter, most of our storms have been, at some point, a combination of precipitation, which makes the snow heavy. We haven't had any storms yet with light, fluffy snow, have we?
1: No, and that's, uh, that's typical, Dan. You know, we get that heavy, wet snow here in Connecticut. And it's it's all because of our proximity to the Atlantic Ocean. So obviously, I mean, the ocean cools as we go through the winter. Uh, the temperatures maybe in uh, December and the uh, Atlantic waters to our east and to our south are in the 40s. And then they drop into the 30s as we head into uh, January and February. And they hold in the 30s during the month of March. But well, by definition, obviously, the ocean is still in liquid form. It doesn't freeze over into ice. At least, let's hope it doesn't freeze <laughs> over into ice. But uh, it's it's so by definition, the temperature of the water is uh, is above uh, the freezing point. So you know, anytime you've got uh, any kind of wind blowing, and remember what I told you about a uh, nor'easter. The northerly component brings the cold. The easterly component brings the moisture. But the easterly component also brings that somewhat milder air in off the ocean waters. So that's the reason when we get our big snows around here, we're always around that freezing point, 30, 31, 32. Uh, You need to have a much more northerly component to the storm for us to get that fluffy snow, Dan, that you're talking about, where the wind blows almost totally off the land. So you need uh, a storm to take more of an eastern track so that instead of getting the northeasterly wind here into Connecticut, we get more of a northerly wind. And that's what would lead to that uh, fluffy powdery snow that you were just mentioning.
0: I want to talk a bit about McAllen Construction of Prospect, a full-service construction company which has been servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years. McAllen Construction is woman-owned and a small minority business licensed with the state of Connecticut and also insured with the state of Connecticut. They are licensed as a major contractor New Home Construction Contractor, Plumbing and Piping Limited P7, Home Improvement Contractor, and Subsurface Sewage Installer. Also, a Utility Carpentry Excavation and Snow Removal Company for residents, commercial businesses, and state and local governments. Notice how I said snow removal because we still have plenty of snow remaining this winter. And again, they take care of residents commercial businesses, state and local governments. So remember McAllen Construction not only for your construction needs and your contracting needs, but also for snow removal. McAllen Construction is on call 24-7 every day of the year. Give them a call at 203-758-3474, 203 758 3474 you can visit them online at mcallanconstructionct.com that's mcallanconstructionct.com McAllen construction from the first dig to the last nail Brad, let's uh, take a look at the weather map, because I'm looking at, and again, as you mentioned, we're putting this podcast together on Tuesday, January 21st. I'm looking at Daytona Beach, where they're going to have a high of 59 today, and then I'm looking at Juneau, Juneau, Alaska. The temperature is going to be in the 30s. What's going on on the weather map?
1: Well, on the weather map, uh, I and the rest of the field family, uh, the extended field family, is concerned about the weather in the Turks and Caicos. (laughs) And uh, I just, uh, as you know, Dan, uh, we've got a little family vacation coming up, and uh, I just uh, reported to my wife and to my sons that uh, it looks like the temperatures by day will be 75 to 80, and the temperatures by night. 70 to 75, so I'm going to uh, enjoy that uh, Turks and Caicos kind of weather. But on the weather map, Dan, we've got a a high-pressure system that extends from New Hampshire to southern Illinois. Now, so just picture the placement of that high from New Hampshire to southern Illinois and the clockwise flow around high pressure. That would bring a northerly component of the wind all the way down into Florida, so uh, the, the Florida cities and towns in the upper 50s today, as you stated, Dan, that makes sense to me because they are under the circulation of that, that cold high that extends from uh, New Hampshire back to southern Illinois. As I said, uh, that high will sponsor sunshine here today, and temperatures will be into the 20s. Tomorrow, I think the high consolidates maybe somewhere over Pittsburgh, more in the way of sunshine here more in the way of, let's call it, seasonable temperatures, uh, readings pretty much in the teens overnight, uh, pretty much in the 30s during the day. So I think that's what's going to happen uh, on tomorrow, Wednesday. Thursday, uh, the high-pressure ridges from Philadelphia to Nova Scotia. So it's, it's going to start to edge a little bit to our east. So we might get into more of a southwesterly kind of a flow. So I'm looking for somewhat milder weather on Thursday. Let's call uh, the temperatures between maybe, say, 38 and 44 for the high temperature reading on Thursday. Now, Friday, that weekend storm starts to come into the picture. Uh, We'll be looking at low pressure over western Kentucky and then high pressure near Hudson Bay. So the low near western Kentucky by Saturday is going to track into Indiana and have a secondary storm forming in Virginia. Now, by Sunday morning, that low-pressure area is going to consolidate right around New York City, Uh, let's say, like, right where New York City and Long Island kind of come together. I think that low is going to be, like, uh, maybe tucked in there somewhere. So the low is a little bit too close to give coastal Connecticut a big snowstorm out of this. But I do think that there can be enough cold air holding on as you get inland to, say, uh, Litchfield County and inland to the highlands up along uh, 84, as I stated before, uh, somewhat northeast of Tolland going up toward uh, Willington, for example, and Union and on up toward Sturbridge, Massachusetts. Those may be the areas that it's just cold enough for the heavy, wet snow. So uh, I, I can see that on uh, the Saturday, uh, Saturday night, especially time frame. So uh, just keep that tucked in the back of your head. Uh, Of course, all week, uh, you can go to bradfieldweather.com. Hopefully, you go there every day and tell your friends to go there every day, bradfieldweather.com, and get the uh, daily forecast update in uh, written uh, text form. So we do that for you every day. Uh, I do it usually, Dan, as you know, over my second cup of coffee. Uh, Today's uh, daily forecast is spelled out, and it, Uh, speculates about the weekend, the weekend being um, mix and rain at the coast and snow and mix for interior Connecticut
0: let's look into the crystal ball our crystal ball segment brad because as you mentioned earlier you had forecasted and it did come about this change in the weather pattern which has us under the influence of this cold weather what does it look like in your crystal ball down the road as far as weather patterns and perhaps some changes
1: yeah uh... the the past uh... the the past three of four days dan as i mentioned the high temperatures only been in the twenties And usually when we head toward mid-January, the daily high temperatures should be uh, probably up into the mid-30s. So again, as we record the podcast here on Tuesday, January 21st, again, it will be below normal cold today. But that's been the exception, certainly, during this month of January, not the rule. The first uh, 16 days of January, just crazy mild. For the time of year. So we're getting back toward a little bit colder than average now. But I think, uh, as I mentioned, how the, the temperatures start to warm later in the week as the high pressure drifts off to the east and we start getting into the southwesterly flow. So, you know, basically what I'm looking at here is, is average kind of temperatures Uh, for the remainder of January. So I really am not looking at anything, any big-time cold, Uh, anything where we're looking at maybe zero to ten below zero or anything like that, which we commonly have in the wintertime. But I think if, if we are going to get a bitter outbreak, I am quite certain it's going to have to come after Super Bowl weekend. I think uh, the changes that I'm seeing in the crystal ball segment, Dan, remember how we've always talked about how things are teleconnected globally. Right. And we're, we, we look for things such as uh, warming, nudging up through Alaska and up toward the North Pole. And all of the computer modeling is pointing to that in the week three, week four range. Which would be basically from about February third to about February seventeenth. So instead of getting this average kind of temperature pattern like we're having now, a couple of cool coolish days, a couple of mildish days, I think we're going to see a change toward you know really cold with respect to what's average coming in in that February 3rd to uh, February 17th time frame. So I would say for the next uh, 10 days or so, pretty much rounding out the month of January, uh, expect no big-time cold. I mean, tonight will be in the teens, but that's normal for this time of year. I mean, if you're talking five below zero, that's really cold. But when it's 15 on a winter night in January, that's not all that cold. That's sort of typical cold. And that's what I'm looking at uh, as we go through the remainder of the month of January. But with respect to that uh, Alaskan warming that's predicted by the uh, computer models in early February, I do believe that the eastern half of the United States kind of cut it right down the middle of the country from, say, Minnesota to Texas and points east. I think that part, this part, our part, of the United States is going to be cold. So that would be my uh, crystal ball prediction that, uh, you know, average to maybe slightly above average temperatures the next 10 days. But then we get to Super Bowl weekend, and then all of a sudden uh, the, the weather pattern starts to change. And speaking of Super Bowl weekend, Dan, you're my sportscaster here. How, what are you thinking?
0: I like Kansas City.
1: I do too. They have just an explosive offense. Uh you know um you know Mahomes has a little more uh experience than than Grappolo obviously in in these major games and uh you know Kyle Shanahan kind of shut him down in the division championship game. He had him uh, San Francisco mostly running the ball. Right. So uh but yeah, Mahomes it almost seems
0: can just score at will. He's just so. he's an he's an incredible talent. I mean, you could arguably make the case that he is the best quarterback in the NFL right now. And Kansas City, well, they're I think they they have a more because of uh, Mahomes a more wide open offense and I think that uh, they will it it'll be a high-scoring game with Kansas City beating San Francisco. That's my early prediction anyway.
1: Okay, yeah, I I would agree with you, Dan. I would think Kansas City is going to win, uh, but uh, it, it should be a fun one. It We've should got be. two great, great young quarterbacks in there, and, uh, and it, it, keep that in mind. Uh, Super Bowl Sunday, I think, uh, beginning of some significant changes uh, meteorologically, too not just in the sports world, but meteorologically.
0: (laughs) Well, it's interesting because uh, you talk about the sports world and the changes, and we're seeing it a changing of the guard with these younger players and younger coaches coming in, and so we can uh, kind of relate that to the weather because, as you said, we'll keep that in mind as far as February 3rd, Super Bowl Sunday, and what could happen with the weather. Speaking of... The weather. Is the Greenland block hanging around? Is it around? What's going on with that? No,
1: it's not around. But uh, hopefully for us snow lovers, and I, I definitely love myself in there, uh, ever since sixth grade in my science fair project on the snow, Dan, that I titled Mother Nature's Mystery, and I won <laughs> grand prize, I have been Southern New England's biggest snow lover. And if you're out there saying you can't be a bigger snow lover than me. Yes, you, yes, I can. I'm at least tied. I'm at least tied with anyone who thinks they're Southern New England's biggest <laughs> snow lover. But um, we are, we are, uh, we are definitely seeing some signs that uh, if, if February could be a real player.
0: All right. Well, wow, that's a, that's a great yep. crystal ball segment when you when you tie it all together. And speaking of tying it all together, what does our immediate forecast look like?
1: All right, for the rest of today, which is Tuesday, uh, January 21st, we've got sunny and cold weather out there, temperature 28 to 34 degrees. Overnight tonight, it's clear with temperatures in the teens and lower 20s. Wednesday is a very typical uh, midwinter day. It's sunny and seasonable with temperatures in the 30s. Thursday looks sunny with temperatures between 38 and 44. Friday, we'll start to see some high clouds coming in, the cirrus clouds, which are made up of ice crystals, and we'll see a partly sunny sky over Connecticut with temperatures 38 to 44. And remember the weekend coastal storm now, I think later Saturday and Saturday night lingering into Sunday morning, snow and mixed precipitation for inland Connecticut, mixed precipitation and rain on the coast and updates, uh, of course, every day on bradfieldweather.com.
0: And the Bradfield Weather Podcast has been underwritten by McAllen Construction, a full-service construction company servicing the entire state of Connecticut for over 25 years, from the first dig to the last nail. Well, Brad, to you and your family, have a great vacation. And to everyone else, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast, and have a great week and great weekend.
1: Thank you very much, Stan. I am so excited.